Welcome back to the Racial Drive Podcast. I am your host, Michael Ford, joined not by my regular co-host, Kia, but joined by some of my favorite irregular co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carlos from the Latinx delegation and Randy from the Black delegation. Say what's up to the people, guys. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for our international <laughs> listeners, we are bringing all the accents today. And um, if this is your first show, I apologize. We are I not apologize for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing what we do every week, and that is change the complexion of a comic book universe one week at a time. But next week we will. Next week we kick off season four of the racial draft, and I have news. We have 10 delegations. 10 delegations. What? And next week, the debut of the Middle East and North African delegation uh, working title. Um, (laughs) But um, they will have the first, not they will, they will be in the, the starting spot for nominations. And we're going to kick this bad boy off next season. I mean, next week, next week, new season. Who this? Um, <laughs> 10, 10 delegations, budgets of 2000 Wait, I just, oh, I just changed it. $2,000. $2,000 budgets. That's right. Update your, <laughs> update your, your budgets accordingly. Um, $2,000 per delegation. We're going, we're, um, let's see, what else? Scoring kicks off right as the draft kicks off, which means we're doing 25 weeks, baby. 25 weeks of drafting. That's including both of our our scoring characters and our non-scoring characters in supplemental draft. It's gonna be a long season. There's gonna be a lot of picks. There's gonna be, gonna be crazy. That's what do you half guys the year, at? guys. That's half a, <laughs> half a calendar year. It's going to be this draft. Yep. No, I mean, it was always half the year for the, for the season. It's just that now we're getting uh, half a year's worth of fantasy comics league scores. Yes. So, yes. Uh, that means, that means that's 25 weeks for the Latinx delegation to potentially win. <laughs> <laughs> getting, getting a lot more drafting bang for our drafting buck. Yes. We are all about banging for our bucks. But I'm looking forward to it. I know you guys can't, can't tip off too much of your drafting strategy this season. You know, we're going to have a lot of guests. We're going to have a lot of new blood. We're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, wild cards. I'm still going to be doing my machinations uh, commissioner thing, giving out the bonus points. Um, another thing that I, I'm springing on you right now, guys. Shaking up the bonus points. 10 points for cinematic appearances. Hmm. Five points for television appearances. Per, that's five, well, let me, sorry. Let me, let me rethink this. No, <laughs> three, three points for per episode of a television appearance. Okay. 
10 points for cinematic appearances per appearance. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it comes to trailers, I'll, uh, that's still uh, completely arbitrary. (laughs) (laughs) But so the bonus points are gonna be flowing. The TV points are gonna be flowing and uh, still getting, still giving out bonus points for backstories, fan art, for content because we love we love content so if you are a listener and you want to support your favorite delegation and send content their way for the racial draft hashtag us at racial draft or tag us at racial draft pod on twitter or racial dot draft on instagram and uh, support your delegation support the racial draft support legalized race wars i mean not really (laughs) (laughs) you know um, you know, there's a lot of that going around right now, but, um, you know, a lot of it is legal, unfortunately, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of it is legal. Yeah. Yeah. But we here, we're promoting, we're promoting peace. We are just competing in these comic book universes. It is a, uh, secret war, if you will, um, (laughs) a crisis on infinite earths. I don't know. (laughs) But, uh. Yeah, I mean, feel free to talk your trash before the season starts because starting next week, you're gonna have to back it up. No, I'm just I'm just going to draft characters that Randy has to challenge. Oh yes, I forgot about the challenges. Challenges are going to be quite interesting. Yes. So uh I, I am I am fully aware that that people are going to go specifically for the goal of upsetting me. So I'm I'm gonna have my meditation in place before <laughs> my drafting choices. No, but remember, this is where you can use this is where you can use the power of social media to cultivate, you know, to to, to cultivate um you know fan turmoil. In your favor. Oh, oh, you 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 better believe I'm I'm going to weaponize the Negroes. And just, <laughs> I I fully intend to do that. I mean, you've got you still got two weeks. You still got two weeks of Black History Month to, to get to get all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we we are in in uh, in peak. Well, I mean, almost at peak. But like, basically, by the time we hit this this next draft, we will be at the, the peak of of Black History Month. My, my, my melanin will be popping and I will be at my full power. So um, beware my might. Yes, and, we are, and we've already gotten out of the shadow of um, misquote MLK day. Um, so, <laughs> so those powers have been waned, but um, looking forward to it, looking forward to all the chicanery on, on social media and follow, like I said, follow us, listeners, Facebook, Instagram, um, we might even do some of those uh, green rooms on Spotify. Uh, try to get some of that. Trying to get some of that Joe Rogan cash. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to pull all of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But let's let's dive into some of the nerd news. And there's been a fair amount of nerd news stories this week. So I will kick us off with something I'll start us off with with some some you know WTF news 
Sony, they have the biggest movie in the world still. Spider-Man No Way Home continues to break records. But uh, looks like they found a way for their money to come home. And that is by doing every possible variation of spider character in that they could possibly do. And we just heard that the Madam Web, the often rumored Madam Web movie is actually happening. And it's going to have noted 50 Shades of Grey actress, Dakota Johnson in the lead playing the titular Madam Web. Now, there are definitely, well, I, I, I was trying not to make that joke, but you know. <laughs> He's very titular, is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, what joke? I, I, I don't know what you mean. What's up? Spell that out. So, but, but now this, of course, raises the question. There are two Madam Webs uh, in the comics. Only one of our Madam Webs was actually racially drafted. Uh, shout out to Latinx delegation for the elder, the elder Cassandra Webb, mm -hmm. but strong rumors given that uh, Dakota Johnson is not an octogenarian. Um, she will probably be playing the younger, Je um, sorry, Jessica Carpenter, right? Sorry? Julia Carpenter. Julia Carpenter, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saving me. Uh, Julia Carpenter, for, uh, second Spider-Woman, I believe, but also Madam Webb, I would not be surprised if they do some sort of amalgamation of her spider woman origin and the Madam Web origin and give her the ability to fight while also um, having premonitions. What, did, what were your thoughts or what are your thoughts on this Madam Web movie starring Dakota Johnson? Um. I, I'm interested in the fact that it's even happening, but at the same time, you, you kind of have that thought in reference to, um, I guess my, my idea here is that they wanted to do a movie that was Julia Carpenter. So we probably are gonna get like her having her traditional powers of like um, being able to create the psionic web constructs and stuff like that. But they they didn't want to be like oh look it's another spider woman yeah. like they're, they're probably going to be like okay jessica drew is spider woman and then julia carpenter is going to be madam web but right. we want both of them to be like actually you know people because the the other side of that the the, the worst option is that hey we're gonna have this person pretend to be disabled isn't that great guys like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I hope that's the route they go but you know Yes, and I, I left out the, the part about, um, a lot of people had been thinking that the Olivia Wilde project, uh, Olivia mm -hmm. Wilde directed project for Sony was going to be a Spider-Woman um, mm -hmm. project. That is still on the table because S.J. Clarkson, who you might know from a lot of TV projects, including uh, Footballer's Wives, EastEnders, Banshee, Bates Motel, among other credits, uh, mm -hmm. she will be directing this movie. Uh, hmm. She's also directing an, a Game of Thrones prequel. Um, so S.J. Clarkson will be directing this movie from a uh, screenplay by Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless. So that, that kind of ties into what you were saying. 
um, Randy in the sense that they may still have a Jessica Drew Spider-Woman movie mm-hmm. and they might want to rebrand Julia Carpenter as Madam Web, given that her power is, you know, psionic webs. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, um, you know, Cassandra Webb, it's not as if she's like a useless character or whatever. She's very useful. And like, there have been a number of times where the, the other spider heroes have had to kind of consult her and, you know, try to avert whatever disaster is, is happening. But um, she's not much in the way of action. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they said, okay, well, maybe we're going to have Cassandra Webb be part of this movie she might like be kind of the 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 mentor the, yeah exactly and and yeah. be kind of like you know she has this kind of role with julia carpenter and then you know she kind of takes up after her so mm-hmm. i mean she may still be there but i i don't think that they're going to go the route of having her um cassandra webb be the central character of the movie i i doubt it i don't think they're they're uh quite that forward thinking yet yeah, no, I agree. I think that I think that she could either be the the mentor who pieces out uh, halfway mm-hmm. through the movie, um, or um, you know, she just mentors her throughout. But I think you know, going by our sort of traditional paint by numbers uh, script, uh, superhero scripts. I can definitely see her uh, putting her through the rigors of training uh, before yep. she's taken out by the big bad. And then, um, you know, in order for um, Julia to actualize, she absorbs her second order powers and mm-hmm. she takes all the training that she, you know, was reluctant to pick up uh, in the first two acts and puts them into play in the third act when she becomes Madam Webb in, uh, you know, in earnest. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I was going to say. Basically, was that I think you get both Madam Webs in this uh, in this movie, and the original Madam Web is you know your your ancient one. Your <laughs> exactly. You know, we've seen it. We've seen it before. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know how this goes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, Tilda I Swinton. Think... Tilda Swinton as Ashley. Let's be real. Uh, the the issue, um, well, issue is, isn't the original Madam Web a mutant? Um, I'm not sure, actually. Okay, yeah. off the top of my head, I don't recall. I like, I, I, yeah. I don't know I what that she, would mean for rights. In terms so, of... so, so, I think it's going to be one of those deals because we we sort of heard, had that happen in the last Venom movie, right? There was a character who was canonically a mutant that they mm-hmm. just didn't talk about the character being a mutant, right? Okay. okay. So there's <laughs> you know, precedent for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I would imagine that there was because she didn't appear originally and has not really been part of this the X-Men mythos, there was sure. that time where like everybody, they were just like, yeah, you're a mutant. Yeah, you're just a throw mutant. it in there. Yeah. It connects the universe to make mutants <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like this will never girl. come back to to bite us litigiously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Who? What? They? Why did they have any reason to think that that would be a problem? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm sure it'll be some non-muted, muted thing. Yeah. There, there. It's been, it's been in my family for many years, and I was born with this ability. But yeah. there's not a word for that. And you have. <laughs> the, yeah. 
I mean, you, have gift. Gift. you have the gift. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, there's kind of that running trope anyway. Like there's there's never yes. a time where we kind of uh, have not had psychic powers. Like, you know, I, I could see if it was like uh, maybe telekinesis or something like that, but certain powers like, oh, the sight and all this other kind of stuff. It's like, you know, it's sort of there throughout numerous different uh, bodies of mythos. So you don't have yeah. to be like, oh, that's, a, that's an X-Men thing. Like, no. Right, right. Yeah, totally so, agree. So yeah, I mean that you know that puts puts um, Julia Carpenter on the board as a potential potential racially drafted character, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll think and, you know. And she's a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming for you, redheads. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured. Do you remember? Do you remember the '90s Spider-Man uh, series? The the when they did the black suit um, saga. Do you guys, do you guys ever watch this? Like the, the uh, yeah, Spider-Man? vaguely, yeah. Where it's like when when the voice actors, you know, he's got to play Peter Parker is like basically raged out, and he's like mm-hmm. shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured like redheads. We're coming for you, redheads. We're coming for you, redheads. <laughs> this this like if they go with the original um the, with both madam's web i mean it, it allows you like some great casting for an older woman to play sigourney weaver is right there guys she's right there yes agreed <laughs> <laughs> yeah but basically like that you know any 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 actress that you're like no she would never do right yeah mm-hmm. She, you, know, you literally are sitting in the chair and you are mentoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get to speak in rhymes. <laughs> rhymes and riddles. Oh, I, I just I just don't want, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I, forgive me if I step on the toes of the Black delegation. We can't have Cassandra Webb be a magical Negro, though, so. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't, like, you know, if, if we wanted to, technically, I mean, who could really argue against a Cicely Tyson, Cassandra Webb? Like, could, could you really fault that? I mean, up until that point in the movie when she dies for the benefit of the white <laughs> protagonist. <laughs> no, no, but, but, but what, I, well, what I will say is she, she is a character who, um, she doesn't die like right away. Like she, she actually has showed up multiple, you know, multiple different spider arcs or whatever so sure sure but i'm just saying that in the way in the way that this movie is structured <laughs> I, i'm you know we're putting together a pool of characters and not making out of the movie alive <laughs> she should okay, be at the so, top so, of the list so so what happens if if maybe she possibly dies in the madam web movie but then she shows up again in the across the spider verse after credits thing then what mm. Okay, same same character. And then, I mean, same character, but of course, obviously not the same actor necessarily. But still, I'm just saying. I feel like you know, she she could show up in multiple different projects. Is, is I mean, what, what I'm saying is, I feel like best case scenario is a force ghost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> best case scenario is uh, is Obi Wan in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, where it's like we still hear her voice. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, I genuinely, I hope they don't go that route of killing her off. Because I mean, like at, le- at least not right away. Like if they're going to do that, then I, you know, I, I can kind of deal with it. But I feel no, like she they- will live on as the spirit of the <laughs> web across the multiverse. Like you yeah. said, she will but, connect the various webs of the multiverse. So she just but, became become one with the web force. That's but again, but again, I want to kind of get to that point. You, you don't want to be like right away and kind of just fridge the character because oh she's an old like let's just throw her away like no i mean if if you know you you could still have like like ant-man has hank pym around he's not in ant-man suit anymore but you know he's still there like i kind of the optics of kind of um throwing away a character who still has a lot to offer for like some kind of MacGuffin sacrifice or whatever it's like yeah you don't really have to so i hear i hear that I hear that, but like a character whose like main role is is the the one who metaphysically binds the multiverse mm-hmm. is a character that doesn't necessarily need corporeal form. You That's know. True. Also, uh, I I think you guys are both reaching. She's gonna die in the movie. If she's in the movie, she's dead by the end of the movie. But she's not coming back. There might be a flashback in the sequel to like a thing that she taught her this one time that we didn't see in the first movie. But like she's she's gone. That's it. She's just dead. And we have one Madam Web, and it's Don Johnson's daughter. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, it's fine. It's, it's not like I have feelings or anything. It's it's fine. <laughs> just saying. That's yeah. you're giving yeah. them way too much credit. That's yeah, just not it, what's going to happen. It's it's not called Madam's Web, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and and it's and I can see it's like Dakota Johnson is dot 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 dot. <laughs> Madam Web. <laughs> I mean, like, it, I honestly, it's almost like um, Shazam, like the the wizard at the beginning of Shazam is like, and now you're Shazam. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. But I I welcome I welcome being being proven wrong. If it, you know, Randy, you can you can touch down dance if uh, if Madam Web makes it through. The hey, Madam Web. If Cassandra Webb makes it through the, the Madam Web movie, you can come hey, and if 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 we hear a casting announcement that Rita Moreno is Madam <laughs> Web, I want one thousand retroactive <laughs> points. Fast forward to the supplemental draft where <laughs> oh man. All right. So there was there was a Madam Web web news. Um we live in a world where there's Madam Web movie news. Like that's that's insane. That's crazy. And, and she's not just like a supporting character. She's getting a starring feature. Like right. Is, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Madam Web. I could have seen in like an across the Spider Verse. You mm-hmm. know. Oh, for sure. For sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah. That like it's, it's like if, it's, yes. If we were if we we're drafting where we would see Madam Web, I would have assumed in the across the Spider Verse. Spider-Verse sequel. Mm-hmm. I would have said across the Spider-Verse or some sort of Lego movie production. Like that would have been those would have been the two. And yeah, yeah. and not not this. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> so, but let's move from that news to some comic news still involving Spider-Man. Uh but this is Spider-Man 2099. Mm-hmm. Uh was confirmed today that they are, if it's the 30th anniversary of Marvel 2099, which I gotta admit kind of confused me because I forgot 
that, Mar- <laughs> that, that the original Marvel 2099 came out in like 92. Um, <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't like, it didn't come out in 1999, which would have felt right. like the right time. But no, um, but yes, the 30th anniversary of Marvel 2099 means that they're bringing back the 2099 universe. Wow. Uh, uh, it's going to be spearheaded by our buddy, Miguel O'Hara who's going to have a movie this year mm-hmm. where he's going to play a prominent role. Oh, now he wants to show up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, shout out to, shout out to the black delegation <laughs> being like, Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> uh, in real time, I was like, Stooks, what are you doing? What are you doing, Stooks? <laughs> he's Who's going against the narrative? He's going early rather than late. <laughs> but yeah, so beginning in May, which means our season will still be going. <laughs> beginning in May, Spider-Man 2099 Exodus Alpha. That is, a, they, they're doing a lot with these titles. Um, That's too many things. Yeah, so Spider-Man 2099 Exodus will be, will be the title of the event. And it's going to start with an alpha and end with probably an Omega. Um, mm-hmm. And they're gonna introduce different 2099 versions of characters, including 2099 Loki, uh, 2099 uh, Winter Soldier, and mm-hmm. new 2099 X-Men. I wonder if there will be a 2099 Krakoa. <laughs> 2099 Loki should just be Loki, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... No, something something crazy happened in the next hundred years. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. In the next, <laughs> in the next Loki, seventy years, Loki, yeah. Loki was like, no, now I got to get cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was one, I was one Loki for thousands of years, but now, right. now's the time. Now's the time to get with the times. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but. I mean, his horns are just holograms. I can see it. I know it's going to happen. I mean, because one thing that I do remember from 2099 is that Thor was a religion. There were there were people who who looked to Thor like his his return as as a as a religious event. That's so, cool. you know, so Loki popping up, you know, what, I'm sure he's got some some thoughts about his brother being being a religious figure <laughs> and how he can how he can exploit that. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see. Um, I do, you know, for, for, for racial draft purposes, of course, we have to um, find out whether it's the same Loki or a brand new Loki character, you know. But, I mean, it feels like it should be. It feels like it should be the same. Because, you know, Loki lives a normal human lifespan <laughs> and there will be a new Loki, right? He's not a centuries old creature. <laughs> What would be crazy if it's the if it, there's some sort of like shenanigans with time travel and he's like actually the Loki from from our time transported right. into 2099. You know, it's mm. not like there's a Loki series that explores time travel and multiverse or anything like that. Like, <laughs> you know, but we shall see. We shall see. That's our comic wacky comic book news involving Spider-Man 2099 and 2099 universe. I will stick in the realm of, of uh, comics to talk about the, do you guys remember from the 90s, the new Fantastic Four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, 
Spider-Man, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, and the Hulk, a.k.a. four of the most popular characters at that point in time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let anyone tell you. People love the Fantastic Four, but what they love even more is four (laughs) totally different characters. (laughs) You know how the Fantastic Four is a family? These are just four guys. (laughs) Extra fantastic. (laughs) Four fantastic guys. Right. So bringing it back bringing them back together starting in may 25th so again season will still be going and <laughs> so these four characters ever heard of them wolverine the hulk ghost rider and spider-man <laughs> which which ghost rider is it going to be this time is it the same uh, you know it doesn't say it doesn't okay say, but i'm going to assume there are like 15 was, of them now i'm going to assume wrong. the og johnny blaze yep. Well, it it was it would have been catch at the time, right? Or, um, yeah, but nobody cares about catch. <laughs> like catch is the guy that like people think like that's what's funny. Like catch most of the stuff that people associate with Ghost Rider is catch, but people are like, yeah, yeah, but Johnny Blaze, that's he's got the cooler, <laughs> he's got the cooler name. <laughs> he's, he's he's like he's had the reverse of of um of john stewart's kind of character trajectory with green lantern yeah uh, it's like it's like he's got the cool thing where like if you rub innocent blood on the on the on the motorcycle then you know the, the spirit of vengeance comes out and and you know he has to avenge that blood in order to turn back into into dan catch you know, he's got the cool leather jacket. He's got the cooler motorcycle. But everybody was just like, yeah, but, but we like the name, Johnny Blaze. Dan, Dan Catch. It's not very catchy. Exactly. It's weird. It's like your name, your name's literally Catch, and it's not catchy. Stop trying to make Catch happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then they even retconned it to where it's like, I'm actually Johnny Blaze's brother. But your name is still, it's still, it's not Danny Blaze. If your name was Danny Blaze, people would like you a ton more, dude. <laughs> like, what the? Like, whoever came up with that editorial decision to not call him Danny Blaze. <laughs> What's your name? Don. Don Blaze. <laughs> Donnie Blaze. You know, it's like that, that, that's the first step. As soon as you find out that your brother's Johnny Blaze, you change your name to. <laughs> yep you know so sorry dan catch sorry <laughs> sorry to that man <laughs> i always feel weird when they were like when the fantastic four is anyone but the original four mm. yeah. it's just like you know if you have paul and ringo and george and otis redding like it's just not <laughs> it's not Yeah, but then that reminds me. Remember when they had that um, when they had that that um, re- uh, event when the Fantastic Four came back and they were fighting some like new villain, and mm-hmm. and they got the villain, uh, it, you know, to like I'm gonna take on the Fantastic Four, and they're like, aha, we're just gonna call in anyone who's ever been a member of the Fantastic. It was like forty <laughs> people. Right. <laughs> hmm. I used I used the loophole, <laughs> including including an Iceman retcon. Right, it's like, <laughs> and I love that. I love the running joke of where of where Johnny um Johnny Blaze, where Johnny Storm is like, <laughs> where Johnny Storm's like, he was in the. What do you mean he was in the Fantastic Four? 
everyone was just like, shh. It was, it was a week. <laughs> it was, you were on vacation. <laughs> we needed, it was a temp. <laughs> but yeah, the new Fantastic Four, they're back. What else? More comic news. Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like there's a show that's <laughs> happening called Secret Invasion because they're the scrolls are coming back in the comics for a new secret invasion, a secreter invasion. <laughs> I'm I'm very amused with with kind of the idea of that just because you introduce like we we already had in Captain Marvel in in um, her first movie that she was like mistaken about the scrolls being mm-hmm. bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, and and then on top of that, to have it like paired with the fact that they've opened up the multiverse, it would have been right there to be like, hey, let's let's not throw all this whole racial category into the villain pile, <laughs> but instead let's have them be like, you know, the multiverse incursion be kind of the threat here. And now the comics are like, no, actually, we're we're gonna do the thing. You thought we weren't gonna. Do <laughs> <laughs> so. Now it's possible. Let's be fair, because you know I I want to give Carlos his due credit because he, many 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 months ago when everyone was talking scrolls, you mm-hmm. know, um, you know Carlos was saying, hey, they might be multiverse scrolls, you know, yeah. they might be invaders from another universe. Secret. I really hope. I really really hope that's what this is because it's so <laughs> irresponsible to throw away what you did with the first Captain right. Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. But they like could just also... like as you know, speaking on behalf of the the Latinx uh, delegation, <laughs> like you had the movie about the caravans <laughs> coming and they're and they're being benevolent, like yeah, and everyone expecting the evil immigrants, and mm-hmm. and then they ended up being like, not only were they the good guys, they were the victims. Like yeah, uh, you had <laughs> don't your, throw this you had, out. You had your literal illegal alien invaders oh, actually right. turned out to be refugees right. that needed our compassion and instead then of they, our, and then they end uh, up being like major contributors to society throughout <laughs> yeah. like, oh no don't throw this away but now if like if if the secret invasion in the mcu is like there are scrolls from another dimension and now it makes you know it kind of brings out the kind of the alien racism and of like our set characters you're like i thought we could trust you and the, like, it wasn't us like you just we're all the same asshole <laughs> yeah i mean and, and then on top of that i was about to say also um not only did we get the 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 captain marvel of it all and and the but they they have recently had a scroll creed alliance so yeah, yeah. That, that would be even more wild like okay we we, we kind of have had sort of this uh political consolidation social political co- consolidation and they're like all kind of uh sort of begrudgingly putting down their their uh animus toward earth so then you know have them kind of backslide and be like no actually yeah they're that, that would suck i i hope they don't run around. well I think I think that it's highly possible that the comic storyline won't have anything in common with the um, the movie or sort of the TV show storyline because Marvel does do that often. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and it might be a misdirect 
just to continue to lead people down the road of thinking that that's what the secret invasion show is going to be before they pull the rug out from under us and go multiverse i mean in terms of the synergy between the comics and like the the cinematic or television universe it's not so much that the storylines are the same it's just that like we get the zeitgeist talking about this character so like for instance i don't necessarily expect anything that's in the newest moon knight run to appear in the moon knight tv series it doesn't that's not necessarily what i think is going to happen just like i don't expect i don't expect america chavez's new origin to be part of the multiverse of madness america chavez i hope it it fully appears like it's going to be the classic origin so like i i don't think it's not you know that that's what that synergy is supposed to be i think that kevin feige is smart enough to be like you guys do your comic book thing but can we get maybe some scrolls in you know Mm -hmm. this month of the year yeah you know can we talk about this character a little bit more yeah so that when people google the series they see the comic and they're and they go oh exactly books Mm -hmm. (laughs) right or or as always happens when as soon as the the movie or the tv show comes out the you know everyone seeks out the books they're like Mm -hmm. where can i read more about this right but that's but but to me like and this is this is a conversation that we've had in other contexts i think i think it would be actually cool if there were comics that did track what was happening in live action Um, it would be very cool to have like an mcu title yeah line Mm -hmm. of books that'd be that'd be cool i'd be down yeah kind of like what's happening with star wars um, and you know their comp their line of comics where it's in canon um you know i think it would be cool if if you'd like to see some of the versions of those characters that you know from the movies have uh-huh. their like in between movie stories told yeah that yeah. i think that would really help to bring in new readers because then they don't have to worry about you know decades and decades of continuity they can yeah, just I mean, hop in and, you know that, that's what Arrowverse is doing right now with their comics. So, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. love it. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Uh, when's that supposed to launch? Do you remember? I think we said something about April, but I'm not quite sure. Yes, because they're doing that um, that event, and it's going to mm-hmm. have uh, gonna have our girl, our girl, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't even have to be as expansive as the Ultimate Universe was. Right, you know, right. one or two titles, one or two mm-hmm. titles could be enough. Yeah, I, I completely I think that's a great idea. Actually, I, I would, and I would subscribe to it. Like the MCU title, like the whatever the yeah, however they would call it. Yeah, I would I would totally pick that up. Yeah, like Tales from the MCU or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it could even be more of like an anthology series mm-hmm. rather than, you know, rather than just, you know, one character all the way through so that you could still leave leave some stories to continue to tell. Kind of the opposite of what if. Like, but no, this happened. <laughs> this is it's like, it's like yeah, not what it. if, like it, 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 it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not what if it's what is yeah, it's what exactly. <laughs> What it happened was. <laughs> yes, that's it. Oh. <laughs> I would own three copies of what had happened was number one. I definitely would. I wouldn't open any of them. And you could still have the watcher too. He's like, so what happened was. 
as we ponder. <laughs> uh, speaking of what's that happened was the Avengers, the X-Men, and the Eternals are about to have themselves a battle royale. Um, shockingly, the Eternals are having a resurgence in popularity. Wow. It's, it's funny, actually, you know, going on a little bit of a sidetrack. There's a version of the Eternals in their, in the Marvel Unlimited, I forgot what they're called, those, um, those um, mobile optimized comics, Infinity Comics. Oh, yeah, Infinity Comics. Yeah. yeah. So there's an Eternals title in the Infinity Comics where they basically look like the versions of the Eternals mm-hmm. that yeah. are in the movies. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, and that's kind of, you know, it's kind of like what I was saying, where, like, you could imagine uh, that fitting in the continuity of the MCU. Right. But... Yeah. We still have the other kind of like mainstream Eternals who are going through a bit of a renaissance. Uh, Karen Gillan is uh, is writing that title where, not Galactus, Thanos has ascended to the role of prime Eternal. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure nothing bad will, will come of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the Eternals, uh, according to some of the teasers, the Eternals, whose role it is to uh, slaughter, uh, some might say genocide, the deviants, uh, have d- have figured out apparently that the mutants are deviants. That's not. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes at a time when the mutants have become themselves eternal. Hmm. So I, I mean, I'm sure that they are just going to settle it by litigation. They're just going to <laughs> say you are infringing on our Eternals copyright. So we're gonna have to ask you to cease and desist. Um, cease and desist is the first issue. It's just that's all it is. No, yeah. it's just like, it's just like, like, uh, like you know, yeah. Gambit being like, oh, I, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it, yeah, no, we'll yeah. stop, we'll stop. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, you know, you, we thought we thought it was AV, you thought it was like AVX, you know, like a, like a versus, but it's no, it's like V, like like litigation. It's like, like litigation. <laughs> it's, it's Eternals v Eternals v X Men, <laughs> and, and it's it's called Judgment Day because the judges it's are going to make their ruling as <laughs> to so whether this as whether well, this restraining order will be will be enforced. And the and Avengers they, are like bringing the know, Avengers to to enforce the restraining order. No, the Avengers. It's like it's like a class action. The Avengers are like also you keep fighting for people who died. Um, stop avenging. That's what we do. <laughs> That's our corner. You've been yeah, on it for a while. Again, another season desist. Do not, <laughs> do not not infringe. It's a, yeah. We're just going to need you to have been men before, and now you're X men. That's, <laughs> that's it. Avengers, um, the Eternals, the X Men, Dawn <laughs> of Judgment. Is, yes. is what the title is going to be called yes very yeah very i was i i for one was shocked at the very small amount of litigation in uh, bvs um <laughs> <laughs> like it's really you know who's who, who's gonna be the lawyer like you know there were congressional hearings i cannot yeah, right. believe that's actually a true <laughs> and it was a it was congressional hearings but you know, not. But it did not reach the yeah the the, uh, the judicial branch. It was all exactly. legislative. <laughs> you know, in in the matter of in the matter of Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the court finds uh, in favor of the defendant. And everyone's just like, well, but which one is that? I, I don't know. Martha? I don't know. <laughs> we, have, yeah, we have an emergency. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, surprise witness, Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> they both turn around like, Mom? <laughs> oh, so yes, Judgment Day is coming. Um, and it will involve immortal X-Men, immortal Eternals, and very mortal Avengers. <laughs> yeah, quite mortal. <laughs> and they too. I mean, Go ahead, Randy. No, I was about to say the the Avengers, um, they at least have a couple of immortals. Like they're not like that's true. That's uh, true. They have a Phoenix. Yeah, they, they have Phoenix and they have Thor and they have, you know, uh, Captain Marvel. She's not immortal, but she's, you know, she's powerful. I sure. mean, obviously, they're, they're like kind of outgunned, <laughs> but I, I feel like, you know, they're not totally out of the fight yet. And they have a little baby star brand aged herself up. That was cool. No, no, I baby think... star brand is now like a young woman. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, she aged herself up. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued by like the fact they're kind of, um, I don't know if Iron Man is going to still be doing his cosmic Iron Man thing. I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm interested that kind of things are developing. I feel like the adding the Avengers to this to this fracas is like a, just it's one hat too many. Like what you're I feel like whatever the explanation is that gets them involved is not going to be great. Just to be like, OK, like, I guess you're going to fight, too. OK, I, you know what it feels like to me? It feels like if if it was just Eternals versus X-Men, people would be like, I mean, there's no chance. Like, what, what, what do we do? What are you even doing here? You know, like you needed, like you needed the Avengers to get involved to, to, to make it a three-way fracas so that people would be confused about like where the alliances would be formed. Yeah. You know, know, especially since you, since you have X-Men who were Avengers at one point, so they might say, you know, Hey, should, you know, you guys should be on our side. And then, you know, you might have a split of some of the Avengers siding with the Eternals. You know what I mean? That, that kind of like, you know, messiness it like it gets more messy oh if it's like an avengers civil war and like half of them are also like siding yeah half Mm -hmm. siding with one inside i guess and then like wolverine is like i'm also technically on the fantastic four (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i guess we should have mentioned that the avengers uh they've been using a celestial who are Mm -hmm. like the eternals creators as their headquarters um which i'm sure the eternals who are Let's not forget being led by Thanos now. Um, <laughs> you know, might might have a sense that they would like to uh, repossess said said celestial for their own purposes. I, the 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 Eternals have decided that the mutants are the enemy, and they're like you know. So there's a reason for the Eternals to kind of be against the X Men and also be against the Avengers. So, I mean, I, I hope this can kind of pull the Avengers out of that sort of uh, unpopularity uh, uh, mire that they've been in for a while among the X-Fans. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It, I like the rivalry, though. I just think that sometimes people take the rivalry too seriously. Like, I, you know, it's like they're, they're too, you know, it's like, it's like Mets versus Yankees, you know? Like, you know, <laughs> like, obviously... 
obviously people historically like the Yankees. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, that doesn't stop people from occasionally being like, I like mediocrity. <laughs> I mean, that, that's fair. I just, I, I feel like, you know, yeah, like you said, sometimes fans take it too far of like, anytime an Avenger shows up, they're like, oh, boo, boo this man. And it's like, okay, right. you can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- what's funny is that now that you know going back to like the live action thing i people have really people love the x-men like enough to have like put up with a lot of trash movies you know (laughs) like when that first banger when that first mcu x-men banger happens we could see like force awakens level box office like (laughs) from 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 people's willingness to support their, you know, their, their faves. Yeah. 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 That's true. It's, a, it's actually almost a shame that, that it will make all of the money because I really feel like X-Men translates so well to like an entire Game of thrones in series. Like it's so, mm-hmm. it's its own universe. Yeah. It's so but big. Can, but the thing is they can do both. Yeah. Yes, they can. Absolutely, they can. But if there are billions to be made in movies, like they're just going to make movies. They'll make some book of book of you know book of forge. I mean, Star Wars is you know they had movies and they had TV show. Well, they have TV shows now. Now you know they're 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 hoping to do both. You know, yeah. That that universe is so expansive unto itself. Yeah, it would it would be like it would be a really grave oversight for them to be like oh yeah you're gonna actually have to wait for these movies every couple of years yeah good luck with no they could have (laughs) a they could have a weekly series yeah that that aired without set without any uh breaks Uh (laughs) that would just be x-men storytelling and then also have big event movies where the x-men appear right yeah, and 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 then on top of that, like I mean, it, it's just it's so much that you can expand off of. You don't need, like you don't have to worry about um, kind of like reusing characters across series and like between like there's so many to choose from. You could be like, okay, well, um, maybe the O five does something here, and then in the movies they do like it's it's so much there that right. you, you, I mean, you got to yeah. capitalize on it. It's it's so big, it's so expensive that I actually like. I still think that the most likely outcome is that the MCU X-Men is literally just, it's another universe. Like they don't, because it's so, so big, like it, it's its own thing. It is, but at the same time, it doesn't need to be its own universe. Um, like the synergies are there, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the, the world building has already been done to a certain extent. Like, um, I guess this is as good as any reason to transition to our other, um, which, which kind of ties into what you're saying. The X-Men 97 mm-hmm. uh, animated series, which some have been speculating is going to be one of the universes represented in Multiverse of Madness, um, the X-Men 97 universe. Um, we had a, the episode count for, their, for the series that will be starting out sometime this year, uh, 10 episodes in the first oh. season and uh oh wait i'm seeing not this year next year uh, okay. mid 20 mid 2023 okay um for x-men 97 the continuation of 
the classic Ami Ribby Tonight themed um, <laughs> X-Men series. But yeah, I mean, I, I know what you're saying though. I think that there's definitely enough um, X-Men content for it to be its own separate MCU. Yeah. But I also think that there's a, there's a, given that we know that just the way that time works, you're going to have like actors are going to age out mm-hmm. and it would be an easy way to sort of transition um, sunsetting characters in the, the MCU that we already know by just kind of de-emphasizing the Avengers for a while um, mm. in, and then hype, you know, just ramping up, ramping up the, the X-Men. And then, you know, after a few years of telling almost exclusively X-Men stories, um, that's your, your sneaky way of bringing those characters back recast. Um, that would be characters. a crazy flex if like phase six is just X-Men. Like yeah. X-Men story. And Fantastic Four. And Fantastic Four. Right. Well, I mean, Wolverine. He, he holds it all together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's like one of the great fumbles of all time that Fox did not, like had an entire universe of characters and didn't didn't really make it work wasn't pumping out four of those things a year you know what i mean like they 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 didn't touch on the shiar they didn't touch on the savage lands they didn't touch on a whole heck of a lot of stuff that they could have and that's it's it's highly embarrassing like they didn't even touch on the other teams like it wasn't even like right it wasn't even like you didn't get to the you know they didn't get to the the space of it all they didn't even get to like x-force until right. deadpool 2 and it was right. a joke you exactly. know like it took them it took them nearly 20 years to to finally get around to okay sure we'll introduce this x23 character whoever the heck she is <laughs> right I, I mean that's that's ridiculous that's, yeah. that's embarrassing like i remember thinking to myself they could have done a series of movies that was called x-men blue and then another series of movies yes. that was X-Men Gold and had yep. them come out in alternating years. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and people would have been hyped for that. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like they, could have, like they could have printed money off of the idea that these are two different X-Men teams telling mm-hmm. two different X-Men sto- uh, ongoing stories. And every year you're going to get X-Men. I mean, in the, in the way that like the MCU, you know, quote unquote, like this is our 70s, political thriller this is our mm-hmm. kung fu film x-men has all that like you this is yeah. our john hughes film this is our heist movie this is our you know whatever like yeah this is our space saga they had all of it there like they really had everything and they yeah. just like they this is our we, horror movie involving the brood <laughs> right exactly it, it, took them, it took them again almost 20 years to get up to the point of we're going to introduce the new mutants. Mm-hmm. The the we're, we're going to introduce. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's just wild to me that they were like hesitant to go anywhere beyond kind of the bare minimum, even even a Days of Future Past, which is like one of the best known arcs in terms of um, X Men, is like fourteen years in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's so, what happens when you're not when your filmmakers are not informed by the comics and in fact go the opposite way 
where they're like, no, let's reinvent the wheel. Let's do some, let's do it totally different from how it's done in the comics. Well, right. I'll even like, even, even one step above the filmmakers, like the studio was like ashamed of it. Like they yeah. were ashamed to make comic yeah. book films exactly. and like, you know, comic books weren't allowed on set, you know, like and cut to a younger Kevin Feige sneaking contraband exactly. comic books to, you know, be like, this is who you're playing in this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's crazy. But, but like, it, it's just, it is one of the all time, like, Fumbles of the bag. It really is. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Ultimate fumbling of a bag is just like you you had an entire universe and you just let it go. Yeah. And meanwhile, meanwhile, Sony is like, Venom? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Like, like they're they they're weirdly enough. I mean, depending on what happens with Andrew Garfield, you know, they might more successfully create a universe than than yep. fox did and and they're just doing it up over like two yep. or three characters mm-hmm. and by accident like almost <laughs> almost literally by like stumbling backwards into like oh shit wait we can just do whatever and it all works <laughs> you know now now i will say this i what are your thoughts as to when we'll get deadpool in the mcu um i think maybe i mean that's that's hard to say but i mean i i would think that it's fairly soon like you know like post- multiverse of madness soon like, right <laughs> i think that it's it's not gonna be we're not gonna be like five years away still waiting for deadpool to come in yeah because I, I i actually expected us to have had like some kind of teaser of deadpool by now mm-hmm. um it's just because yeah, of... I, I think um I think that if we don't get if we don't get Deadpool in Multiverse of Madness, then I really have no idea where he's coming. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, that's the perfect kind. That's the perfect place to introduce him as a as a crowd popping cameo. Uh-huh. Especially since we're supposedly getting or, or allegedly getting potential X characters in multiverse. Right, allegedly getting all the cameos. Yeah, right, um, right, yeah. right. And, you know, we should do a we should do a cameo a cameo pool. <laughs> we do a we do a draft. We'll draft cameo characters and, and give and I'll, and I'll give bonus points based on whether these uh, cameos happen. <laughs> I, I want it to be like cameos from movies that have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like it was so weird that Wayne and Garth were in that movie. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's, it's it is a full multiverse. I mean, all all of the Jet League characters in the one showed up for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, or like other other characters that the main actors play. So so you get like Khan from the <laughs> from the Star Wars movie. You get Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy that we have Sherlock Holmes and Watson in the MCU, and they've never, they've never like, <laughs> spoken to each other, or you know, and, and the, the joke has never been made. Like, we have two Watsons and two Sherlock Holmeses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow. And they and they also haven't interacted. <laughs> well, they never will, right? I mean, it's the two Sherlock's interacting. Forgot. Yes, yes. Right. But they have not interacted with the Watsons. And see, like, and had, had one of them said no shit, Sherlock, to one of the other one, it would have been amazing. <laughs> yes, amazing. Exactly. And if they both said it to each other, 
Right. And then they point like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> yes, these are the things that we were expecting in Multiverse of Madness is what we're saying. <laughs> yes, and we're going to get like Will Ferrell, Sherlock Holmes. Like, what? <laughs> oh, man. We'll get the we'll get the guy from the the, the series from elementary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, let's see what else do we got. I guess we got a little bit of DC comic news. Might as well talk about that. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have they have comics too, and shockingly, shockingly, this this DC uh, news involves Batman. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Who could have guessed that our lone uh, DC? Finally, after all of this deficit of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, slight spoilers. Lex Luthor is becoming a Batman. I guess if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> he's like, he's like the only way I can get some screen time <laughs> is to show up in a, in a Batman book. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Lex Luthor has taken over Batman Incorporated. Um, which serves him right. Again, this is the way the lawyer, this is where the lawyers get involved. It's like, yeah. you know, Bruce Wayne had not been funding Batman Incorporated. Lex Luthor <laughs> swooped in, bought that IP, and now they work. And now Batman Incorporated is a Lex Corp affiliate <laughs> subsidiary. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and now, and now Lex Luthor has a bat suit. Sure. Fascinating. And, and he's and he's uh, currently suing Bruce Wayne for infringing on his <laughs> trademarks. He's like, "You're, I, I own that logo." <laughs> okay, I really like. Okay, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon was Batman not too yeah. long ago. Like everybody gets a turn, apparently. Yeah, you know? it's like it's like uh, Marvel venomized blah 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 <laughs> oh venom <laughs> took over this character too crazy and it just looks like the character but with venom oh wow oh <laughs> uh, speaking of which i just recently rewatched spider-man 3 and uh yeah it was it was as bad as i remember it um bad as i i will go to bat for spider-man 3 being like it is it is not good but it is so close to being a good movie if you just if you just took out like a couple of things it's it was way too much happening in that movie exactly exactly uh and i don't know exactly right i don't know what topher grace was doing in that movie i don't i feel like he was in a totally different movie yes (laughs) he he's praying to god to kill (laughs) he goes hard in that movie (laughs) like like i didn't realize it the first time i watched it i was like he was he was at like he was in love with Gwen Stacy, but they went on like one date. He was uh-huh. he was a stalker. Yes, <laughs> he's very creepy. Yeah, he's very he's very very creepy. He's a, he's just we just we just we're just gonna put that in the in the script. We're just gonna make him uh, an obsessive stalker of, of yeah, Gwen Stacy. He's not Venom so much as he is Carnage, right? Like he's like, no, you're a serial killer, sir. Like there's no way taking pictures, Spidey. You know, he's trying to. Like he like they should have just had him go and go like full single white female of Peter Parker. He just start get the haircut. 
Yep, exactly. I mean, the 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 interesting thing is, like, I I just recently read, like, I mean, congratulate me, I just recently read Ultimate Spider Man, but he actually does have kind of a, a a weird relationship like that with um with Gwen Stacy in the comics. I, I don't know which reinforced the other, but that was kind of like, oh okay, I, I mm. see where that happens now. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I I watched uh, Spider Man three. I guess it was 2020 with my daughter and she was watching all of the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was, I had never seen it all the way through. I had seen, oh. I, had ne- I never went to the theater to see it or whatever. Cause I heard the overwhelming reviews. Like this is awful. Don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but like I, I watched it. I was like, this isn't as bad as people say it is. Like if you take out Venom, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, like, obviously like that's yeah. a big part of the movie, but if you took Venom out of the movie, it's really not that bad. Like it fits but, with the other ones. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Bru- uh, not Bruce, Peter Parker and Mary Jane are awful in this movie. <laughs> like they yes. spent two movies building kind of like the perfect love story between uh-huh. them, you know, only to just turn Peter into an unlikable dick. Mm-hmm. for no good reason because yeah. they didn't they didn't because they, they needed it for the movie <laughs> no yeah. but they didn't they didn't have it where like the symbiote was making him into a dick right like, like he was being a dick he was fucking up his he was fucking up his relationship before the symbiote got involved right like mm-hmm. i didn't realize because it had been so many years before you know i was so much younger but when i watched it you know i was like he he, he made the the the, the iconic kiss between like the marriage like he did that for the cameras with a girl that he knew in real life (laughs) that's like every relationship violation like yeah like oh there's this girl that you that's your lab partner and she kind of likes you and you go with spider-man so that you can kiss her and then not only do you kiss her but you kiss her in the same way kiss me it was like yeah. our you did our kiss in front of the cameras mm-hmm. in front of me <laughs> like, right. like so many so many levels of violation and there was no symbiote involved <laughs> you didn't just cheat you cheated for the gram right. you cheated. <laughs> yes you cheated for the gram and the only person that knew how bad you cheated was me <laughs> And then they had the whole thing with Mary Jane where like she's so bad in her one appearance in the show that they fire her and she can't get other work. (laughs) She has to go back to being a waitress. (laughs) I really feel like Sam Raimi did not like Kirsten Dunst and just was like, we're just going to keep calling her a bad actress the entire, the entire trilogy. (laughs) We're just going to reinforce that she is bad at this. And then they had, then they had the weird amnesia storyline where like, you know, cause again, building up, building up the like arc of, of Harry as the second, as the, the new green goblin. And, you know, he's, listen, he, he, he kicks the shit out of Peter. Like he, you know, he does, but then, but then he hits his head and he, he like, what was he doing with that? Perf- I mean, like, it's weird because he like regressed into some sort of like childlike wonder 
uh, version of Harry that we had never seen before. <laughs> yeah, like, he had, yeah. He had no no pathos whatsoever. He's like, my best friend, Pete, man. Oh man, we you're my buddy. Like we're <laughs> yeah. He wasn't like, like that in the first movie, right? 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 You know, right. he wasn't like he was. He was kind of slimy. And you know? don't you remember? He was like scheming on your girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then and then when he goes when he gets his personality back, he's like. I'm gonna ruin your life. I'm gonna make your girl break up with you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then, then take you out after your girl's broken up with you. Have you confide in me, and then be like, "It was me all along." <laughs> <laughs> and then, when you walk out crestfallen, I'm gonna shoot you the finger gun. Like <laughs> that was so grimy. <laughs> There was so it's not a great movie. Listen, there was not... so much happening in that movie, and like yes, there is a lot happening. Like, like honestly, like what 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 should have happened, but obviously we've all heard the stories. The studio wanted Venom. Raimi didn't want Venom, but kind of gave in, and but also didn't get rid of Sandman. Um, so like it's just oh, very crowded. And, oh, and the needless Sandman retcon, like making him sympathetic. Actually, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. He's actually the person that shot Uncle Ben. Oh yes, that that I I, hate like, it. I did hate that. There's no need for that. Like, yeah, I haven't seen these movies in years, and thank you for reminding me why. <laughs> but that that's like that was a thing though, like where when you made a trilogy, the third movie had to tie back to the first movie. Yeah, in a way, like like I, I mean, it's in a Dark Knight Rises, where but it's it, like, but, but it works better in those other movies. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's very clunky, but uh, yeah. but you know there's a there's a story from the first Spider Man where um, Sam Raby is kind of he's kind of like a playful asshole on set mm-hmm. apparently, and there was a take that um, Kirsten Dunst was giving like a read she was giving, and he was like, "Cut, hey, I'm just wondering, like, do you want this to suck?" <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, like, "He must what?" Go. <laughs> She's like, "No," and he's like, "Okay, well then let's just do it a different way." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I did not remember how attractive Bryce Dallas Howard was in that movie until yeah. I watched it. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I just remember Gwen Stacy like not being um, like how I remembered Gwen Stacy because obviously she didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> you remember her being less flat on the ground and more three-dimensional More of a neck that was not snapped, you know, <laughs> right, like... Um, right. But yeah, but but in but in this movie, I'm thinking, oh no, but but she seems like a cool character. You know, it's too bad that this movie that's around her is is, is so awful. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite fit. It doesn't. It doesn't. They're they're jamming a lot of square pegs into round holes, basically. Yeah. But but like, had the movie ended with like, had Eddie Brock been a character throughout, and the movie ends with like the Venom of it all like taking over eddie and you go into spider-man 4 mm-hmm. and venom is your main thrust there like that makes way more yeah. sense than like yeah all of this at once was it's just, i mean it's too much not to i mean because because what's weird is that when you get the the face turn right when you get harry that's like you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna you know forget oh, oh no i'm from totally forgot we whatever the mvp is 
the opposite of the MVP is the butler who's like, oh yeah. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh, oh, you know what? You know what? I definitely probably should have told you two movies ago <laughs> that your dad was the Green Goblin. Yes, he, that's rough. <laughs> it's like, I, I know I, I know you already tried to kill Spider-Man like eight times and I was with you the whole, every step of the way, but now I should probably tell you yeah. that, uh, <laughs> that your reasoning for wanting to kill him was, was totally misplaced. My yeah, that bad. butler. That butler is. Um, it was like a, the, in the first movie. It's like a cameo for like a like an Easter eggy cameo. It's Bill Paxton's father. Oh, hmm. and but like they kept him throughout. And then when you use him as like a major plot device in your third one, it's like you should have gotten another like a real actor because uh, he's awful. And also, but like, <laughs> but like, what is this? <laughs> What what is he doing? Like he knew the whole time, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> like Sally Field and Mrs. Alpire, the whole time. <laughs> right. He's yeah. He's like oh yeah. I know. I you've tried to. I know that we just blew out like half of the apartment with pumpkin bombs, but <laughs> you should probably know that these fights totally could have been avoided um, if I. Oh, should I resign now? Should I? <laughs> and then, of course, he gets killed after he realizes the error of his ways. He deserved and it. And he had a very long death. <laughs> like, he, he suffered mortal wounds. And there was time enough for Peter to defeat Venom, have a tearful resolution with Sandman, and then get around to... Uh, saying goodbye to his best friend who yes. let's not forget jumped in front of uh the mortal uh injuries for his for his friend right 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 <laughs> and you know and and then of course they're at the funeral not together because i guess he was like no i'm not gonna i don't want to get back together like we're gonna go to the funeral separately even though i don't know it was it was he has, like, rather than reconcile at that moment where, you know, you're, you're bonding over the fact that your, your mutual friend is dead, I'm just not going to wait till you're on your shift. <laughs> you're on your shift at your shitty job that you don't like. I'm going to walk in and then I'm just going to, like, you know, take your hand and, and we'll know. We'll know that, that every, all's been forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> they, they you did. see what I'm saying, though? Like, it's like, it's almost good. <laughs> they, they did they did mary jane they did the mary jane peter romance so dirty in that movie they did and and you know after seeing spider-man 2 and how like she left she left her husband at the An altar. astronaut <laughs> she left her astronaut hero husband at the altar to run to his apartment and be like i want to be with you only for the next movie and he's like, cool, cool, cool. But I got to go like literally right now. <laughs> I got to go swing around so the credits can roll. So right, if you right. can just stay here in your wedding yes, dress. Stay here. You know, I'll be, I'll be right back. I got, I got some good swinging to do. Oh, man. So bad. So bad. Um, but uh, um, speaking, speaking on, on the subject of, of the husband that, that Mary Jane abandoned, um, I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but that character, the son of J. Jonah Jameson, is mm -hmm. in 
comics, he becomes this character called Man Wolf. Man yes, Wolf. he does. Yeah. Man Wolf. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about a Madam Web and a, a secret, a, a Sinister Six movie and all this. I mean, I kind of want them to revisit that character. Just, I don't even care if it's necessarily in that universe, but I want a Man Wolf movie, kind of, sort of. So you, do you want John Jameson in the MCU or do you want John Jameson in I, the I, Sony? I, yeah, I, I want him in the, the Sony, don't call it an MCU verse. <laughs> like, that's, I, I feel like they, you know, they've, they've kind of earned a little bit of leeway to kind of go weird and, and see what they want to do with, with characters who are kind of um, unexpected and unconventional, like, you know. Um, but, I, but the only de- the only downside is that he's J. Jonah Jameson's son, and mm-hmm. you kind of want to have like, you know, his dad, like, because mm-hmm. he's so popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. I I say, um, I'm I'm not saying that like Sony should like take off the training wheels. I still want the <laughs> like I still want Marvel Studios to be like there and kind of like informing the the decisions of what all happens, but. Um, I I just I'm interested. I want to see what they kind of like uh since they've you know had the multiverse open and all this other stuff. I want to see them kind of look and be like, well, this character may not necessarily be closely tied to Spider-Man, but we got him in our roster, so why not? <laughs> well, you could definitely have him fight Venom. Um he can be because didn't he didn't he fight? Oh, it was a Carnage. I think he was fighting Carnage, right? Mm-hmm. Um Man Wolf. He was on the, the Carnage, the Carnage hunting team when they when they did that one book. Remember that? I, I believe so. I mean, if the, if the mean, underworld franchise has taught us anything, it's that Manwolf needs to fight a vampire. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah, that's let's let's get that going. It's just um, yeah. Yeah, Morbius versus uh versus Manwolf. I'd pay to Morbi- watch Jared Leto Morbius get mauled by, by a wolf. <laughs> yeah, you I have mean, it. There, there, there's that, and then crap. What was my other point? Okay, never mind. Continue. <laughs> you want a, a show about journalism starring Eddie Brock? <laughs> oh, oh that, that's what it was. Okay, it, it was. Um, I, I was thinking about um, Chris Zoka possibly, you know, in in the Amazing Spider-Man universe, possibly becoming like the Agent Venom instead of having like you know, another character, the agent, you know, know, we have uh, Flash Thompson in the MCU. I don't really see him becoming kind of that character, but if they wanted to introduce Agent Venom, Mm -hmm. I think they could go that route with um, Chris Zilka's version of Flash Thompson. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just really interesting seeing that, like, because all of them have basically been sort of uh, canonized and legitimized. See, I can see them going anti-Venom, um, when they, if they do, if they want to do a crossover between Venom and uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. having Flash Thompson become anti-Venom mm-hmm. might be an interesting way to go. You know, you could still do kind of his his same backstory, um, but it's like he's a it's a basically synthetic symbiote, mm-hmm. um, and you know he's the, the government's trying to trying to kill Venom, and you know Flash Thompson being Peter Parker's friend is the makes him the fulcrum between those two characters the commonality you know yeah so that could be a way that you could have venom and spider-man end up kind of loosely aligned 
where, you know, Peter doesn't want his friend to be a cold-blooded killer, even though Venom is himself a cold-blooded killer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just here for all the possibilities because, like, we, we kind of got into this, you know, we, we sort of went down the rabbit hole <laughs> of discussing Spider-Man 3, but, I mean, they still kind of had some threads you could revisit there, so. Yeah, no, I mean, a, a lot of people have been speculating about a, an amazing, spy, a third amazing Spider-Man movie. Uh-huh. I personally think that they did such a poor job of world building that universe that yeah. it just makes sense to say that we were in the amazing Spider-Man universe all along. Um, mm-hmm. And Morbius <laughs> and Venom and Craven and all and um, uh, not Jackpot, but Jackpot, um, <laughs> Adam <laughs> Webb. Like all of them are taking place in the Amazing Spider-Man three universe, and yeah. then we can just slot. Um, we can even, you know, give give new Peter a, a new a new love interest. Give give uh, Garfield Peter a, a love interest um, to make up for the fact that he hasn't gotten over losing Gwen. I mean, the the funny thing is. Um... I read, I read again, I, I recently read Ultimate Spider-Man and there's kind of been like homophobic teasing about like the, the other characters who've been sort of uh, teased or whatever by Flash. They kind of turn back around on him and they accuse him of being gay and that, that's kind of like their go-to thing to, to make him back off of them. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, again... Chris Zuka is, is right there. Like I Oh, um, so you're saying John oh I was gonna oh I was gonna say that that's how you bring John Jameson into the fold. You have John Jameson be uh Peter's be Peter's love interest. There you go. I yeah, I mean I feel like they they could get away with with him having a male love interest because we've already kind of had it put out into the, the ether anyway that that was like he was specifically the one who was sort of campaigning for that. And I mean, technically, they're sort of going by elements of the the ultimate comics anyway. So why not? Why not just go ahead and solidify it rather than let it be like a punchline? Hmm. See, that is where I want to see MCU Deadpool show up. (laughs) (laughs) I want them, Andrew Garfield and Ryan. Yeah, that's, I feel like, I feel like that would really pop and see i'm i'm not i'm not even mad at that because the thing about deadpool is you can have him show up in that universe and he'd be like no yeah actually most of my appearances are going to be over in the mcu but um, <laughs> but i could have some appearances here you know for our yeah. thing. Our no he's no he'd just be like he'd be like you know they, they, they felt that like to really improve the box office of the movie um, <laughs> <laughs> it would be important to not just have venom spidey but also your boy deadpool i mean you like know? he holds up like the, the marvel sony agreement <laughs> and it's just like you get me for two cameos it's so, a cameo this is one <laughs> and then he shows up at the end like you know, that's two and then he like walks off the screen <laughs> You know, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to get you guys over a billion guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. totally it. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, that's that. Yeah, that's that's this is that that is what we need. There we go. Venom, Garfield, Spidey, and Deadpool. And Deadpool. Mm-hmm. You know, of they, all of the Spider-Man actors, I want to see Andrew Garfield and Deadpool together yeah. like yeah. i think oh damn. and i also want to see like 
the listen, we know that Tom Hardy is fully capable of of going all in as well. You know, I don't think he's ever been out. He's just all in all the time. <laughs> so when he so he might he might make it three way flirt fest, you know, like yeah. Four way, because it'll be like oh, yeah, Eddie, Eddie, Venom. And Venom. And Venom. <laughs> We're gonna get it on four way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So there it is. We just we just we just solved we just solved all that crossover. <laughs> No, this is, we're going. Oh, the joke's right there, right? Because, because um, Deadpool will be like, "We're going deep into the Spider Verse, deep, <laughs> deep, deep into the <laughs> Yeah, oh, I can see the think pieces. <laughs> so, thank you're welcome, Sony. <laughs> that one's on the house, guys. <laughs> you know, who knew Madam Webb was just, you know, she was like, she was just arranging, <laughs> arranging this discreet encounter. <laughs> it's, it's like that, uh, it's like that, um, that Fast and the Furious meme. It's like from like a distance. It's like her on top of a hill, like all according to plan. <laughs> Madam Webb 2. It's like, we've been watching Madam Webb 2 the whole time. <laughs> Oh man, I I almost don't want to talk about our last story, but I have to. Oh. Um, our last story might have some implications for our upcoming season. That's why I saved it for last. Donald Faison, who you mm-hmm. might know from Clueless, or you also might know from Scrubs, will be appearing in the Arrowverse on Legends of Tomorrow. And the scuttlebutt is that he may be playing Booster Gold. Randy, do you have thoughts about Black Booster Gold? I I um I suddenly care about Booster Gold. So congratulations for <laughs> that. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, Booster. Uh, not that I particularly hate the character, or whatever. He, he, you know, I'm sure he's fine. But to have Donald Faison there, and um, especially after the backlash that they got for um casting uh, uh, Jordan Fisher as Impulse and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I feel like they're, they're, uh, they're leaning into it and, and I feel like it's going to work in terms of having just the guy that is best suited for the character. You know, that's kind of the, the, the fallback thing of like the, the, the people who are sort of anti-diversity and all this stuff, that's sort of their refrain of like, who is best suited for the character? And it's like, you know, he you, you can't really think of too many guys that are funnier than than Donald Faison. He's very funny. He's very, exactly. you know, charismatic and he's a really good, you know. So I, I'm I'm here for it. I'm I'm obviously I'm I'm a person who watches the show, so I was gonna tune in anyway, but that's definitely something to look forward to. And what I didn't know is that he's all, there's a possibility that it won't just be a one-off that he might be a recurring character in the upcoming in season eight, um, if if they do get picked up for an eighth season, and making him part of the cast or at least recurring part mm-hmm. of the cast, you know, would probably do a lot for the show. That's already you know, that show's still fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but bringing putting putting booster into into play 
as an ongoing character would just be would be a, a great way to to take take the show up a notch. They the the fans have been calling for Booster Gold to show up in the Arrowverse for years, um, and for him to finally show up, you know, not just kind of arbitrarily in like, oh, he shows up over in Flash or he shows up over on Arrow, like they found the perfect niche for him to like where he would actually belong in a show. And so it feels like the the confluence of a lot of uh, serendipitous elements that's like, okay, now we have the perfect spot for him to be in where um, not only is it sort of for the Arrowverse generally, that's where he best fits, but specifically for Legends of Tomorrow because They've, they've done a lot of uh, dabbling around in the past, and now we get this sort of stark contrast of this character who is really rooted in the future and kind of this, this vision of like, wow, the future looks like da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm really here for it. It's just really exciting that we're finally getting it, and, and it's, they, they, it really feels like they took the time to make sure that it was done the best it could possibly be done. Now, I will have to make one um, proposal or, you know, um, I think that they should do some stunt casting um, mm -hmm. for for his his uh, AI skeets. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that should be Lil John um, <laughs> <laughs> should should play skeets. So skeets, 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 skeets. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's very important. For, for our black uh, booster goal. <laughs> I really uh, thought you were going to say Zach Braff, but uh, <laughs> I'm giving a little John as well. Zach, Zach Braff would be, would be number two choice, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> if, I mean, if, if they go like just full on irreverent and, and just like have all the fun with it, then all the more. Because again, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is like the the fun show out of everybody. Like we thought that that Flash was kind of be like was going to be like the fun show of of all of them, but uh, Legends really kind of just let their hair down, especially mm -hmm. because they're the least kind of rooted in um, of everybody. They're the least rooted in canon. Like yes. they they just go wherever the heck the story takes them to. And and so yeah, I I feel like they should try to go for somebody completely unexpected and just have fun with it because that's that's their their whole shtick, right? And so just so you guys know, for those of you who would want to see uh, Donald Faison's uh, Black Booster, uh, Booster Black, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> um, March second. So that gives the black delegation a couple weeks to try to get that character, you know, if they want to get those uh, those bonus points. We so. we we have some some residual Black History Month energy still lingering. So we'll mm -hmm. see. We, we, oh, we'll I don't see. know. You are firmly in St. Patrick's Month, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 have to kind of get it on the tail end. We can't let the Irish ascend quite yet. We have to try to make sure we beat them to the punch. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and uh but that's i guess those are our those are our stories those are our, our nerd news you guys and did i miss any stories from the past week any big big nerd stories i think we covered right um i, I think we got everything um a quick 
preliminary scan of the Twitter sphere. I'm making up a story. Uh, Peacemaker <laughs> has become the first show that no one has skipped the intro of. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. I have somehow I, never skipped. I, I, I won't skip the intro or the credits because there's an after credits scene. Yes. Like it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's really genius. Like I'm sitting through I, all of the credits. I admit that I, uh, when, when we watched the, the first three episodes, I skipped the credits the second time. Wow. Um, I know. Wow. <laughs> I, have to, I have to reassess our relationship. I feel it's, I didn't know you that well. Have fun finding another Latinx. <laughs> <laughs> like I will be like uh, washing the dishes, you know, nothing on, and all of a sudden I'm just like hearing the song in my head. Like it's just going at all at all times. Oh, I wonder how long before he's doing that dance in the comics. Um... <laughs> And like, oh. if, if they do a season two, they're gonna have to make a new dance, right? Like they got to do it. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Even, no, I was. What I was thinking of is like when, when, when cons come back, when, when um, cosplay comes back. Oh yeah. Oh, the the people who replicate the peacemaker intro at the cons. Yes. Yes. Mm. Down to someone dressed as eagerly, like at the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh man, I miss I miss cons. I, I miss oh poor COVID versus the cons. Um, COVID's went COVID three cons zero oh. versus the Avengers. So weird. <laughs> Why did you get into this? This isn't your fight, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the new. That'll be the next event: Avengers versus X Men versus COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers are like, uh, I guess we're out. I guess we didn't make it. <laughs> X-Men is like, this is between y'all. Like, we're we're good. We live on this would, island. And you would think like masks would give us the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man's like, this is why I cover all of it, guys. All of it. <laughs> all right, guys, listeners. Uh, if you like this hilarity, just Imagine next week when you get the, the actual hilarity of the draft. Oh, I know. We're going to do what we say we do, and that's change the complexion of the comic book universe one draft pick at a time. And we'll actually have some draft picks, um, sort of. Because when we return, we will have just kicked off the first week of the racial draft, and we will be talking about potential picks, talking about nominations, and talking about uh, the picks that would have kicked in on that first day. So tune in, same race time, same race channel mode. <laughs> <laughs> same color people time, same color people channel. There you go. <laughs> oh man, but uh, I, I, I guess I will once again summarize the draft order for the listeners so that they can follow along as I pull it up. Drafting number one, the Middle Eastern demographic. Drafting number two, the Polynesian demographic. Demographic delegation. Thank I you. was wondering, are we, are we changing <laughs> the, the phraseology here? Sorry. 
Polynesian delegation number two, white delegation number three, South mm -hmm. Asian delegation number four, Native American delegation number five, multiracial delegation number six, black delegation number seven, East Southeast Asian delegation number eight, Jewish delegation number nine at, at the 10 spot. The Latinx delegation, probably the last time you will hear the Latinx delegation mentioned <laughs> last. <laughs> <laughs> first in our hearts first in the points i don't but... give a damn about y'all's hearts i'm first in the standings <laughs> so join us next week where can the people find you guys on social media i am at randy s0725 or um hashtag super powerless okay i am at carlos freites jr on twitter or hashtag Carlos Freitas JR. <laughs> and you can find me at MTFIII on Twitter, uh, only on Twitter. Uh, you can also find the racial draft at racial draft pod, uh, also racial dot draft on Instagram and racial draft on Facebook. We are going to be doing this every week. So we're going to be bringing the hilarity. So come on, come along with us. Join us for the ride. But until next time, all things are possible.